Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Okay, Brandon, I feel like today's headline hits close to home for both of us. Singleness is not a sin, but in scripture, church history, and singles' own accounts of their lives, it's usually not a good thing either. This comes via the great Lyman Stone and wait for it, Brandon, mm. ChristianityToday.com. <laughs> Dude, do you have like stock in that company? I mean, I might. I feel like we're not a Christian show, but you sure bring a lot of Christianity Today to this. I, listen, they have had some great headlines recently, and I feel like we got to keep going back to the well told dries up. In all seriousness, you know, you and I were raised in the tradition, you more in the yep. evangelical tradition than I was, but. Christianity Today has always sort of been the the bellwether, the sort of the the anchor, well, of Christian of the Christian world in that sense. Like it's the it's the most legitimate news organization that reports on Christianity, and they've been traditionally pretty conservative. But man, lately we get a lot of articles kind of calling out the wingnut far right Christians. So thank you, Larry. No, thank you. Now we only have twelve minutes left. You're going to give us a welcome agameter here. There's no Woka Magometer on this. They're Waga more than Woka. Is it a sin to be single? To a modern ear, the question can sound bizarre, but in many circles of Christianity, especially online, the question of whether young people are engaged is a sinful behavior by being single into their late 20s or 30 is earnestly asked and debated. Yet in other circles, a diametrically different question is asked. Could it be a blessing to be single, Brandon? Marriage is coming later in life or not at all, so there are a lot more single adults in society and, of course, in churches. Because marital status is strongly associated with political and religious views, many conservative Christians see in the rise of singleness a plausible source of the general turn away from faith in America. Last point. At no point in Scripture is not-yet-marriedness ever treated as anything other than a less-than-desired state, nor should it be since people who are not-yet-married agree that being single is less than desirable. In a strange way, there is a catch-22. If churches laud and honor singleness and create a space for singleness, they are in fact ratifying a state that most single people report they don't desire for themselves. You and I, Brandon, are of a certain age. It seems as if we've got more than our share of single people in our lives. Mm -hmm. Here's what I want to tell those single people all the time, which I feel like you've modeled to me. It is okay that they're single and we need to help them realize it is okay that they are single. Absolutely. Well, okay. So first let's start with the fact that if you believe that it's a sin to be single, you're an idiot and you belong to a, a snake handling church or something. That's just a stupid thought. It's not even scripturally sound. Even Paul says that, Hey, if you can remain single, remain single, worship God, right? Don't complicate your faith life with a per another person that you're not you know, that's not you. So that, so that scripturally there's no, and this article does a great job of laying that out of kind of saying, yeah, yeah. Okay. Whatever. The reason why these churches say that it's, that singleness is a sin is because they're afraid of what's going to happen to people. If they don't get into the holy bonds of marriage, they might run with the devil. That's what they're afraid of. Is that what it is? I think that's probably a pretty good idea of it. Sure. And so we all know Lots of people that, and, and churches that we've gone to where people, where their kids were like, hey, you got to get married. Yeah, they got married at like 22 years old. They have a kid by 24. I mean, that happens a lot, especially in the evangelical world where people kind of rush into marriage. They go to college. They meet their first girlfriend. 
or boyfriend and they get married right away. I think that's a little bit silly. I think that you should take some time to think about what, what you should do. But ultimately, it's up to every person. Listen, most people in the world are married. Yes. Most people in the world have two arms. Right. But sometimes people have one arm. Right. Sometimes people that got married. And we can't judge the ones that aren't married. Jesus was the ultimate anti-non-judger. Yeah, it's stu- I mean that I mean I think we can agree to that point right there that anyone that's like judging someone for not being married isn't it. I'm going to judge you because ultimately you're judging God. A lot of people that aren't married are not married for very good reasons. Now, are there people that aren't married because they've got a, a this unrealistic image of married life and the people they should be with? Of course. A lot of people that aren't married are like, I've got to find that perfect person. And you know, and any other married person pretty much on the planet Earth knows, there really is no such thing as the perfect person. You find somebody that is a good partner, a life partner, and you dance with the one that brung you. That's my theory. It's worked well for me so far. Is it always easy? Of course not. There's always going to be something, hey, you know, the grass is greener over the septic tank. But ultimately... We marriage can be a really good thing, but there are lots of people that choose not to get married because they haven't found the right person, quote unquote. Let's circle right back to where I feel like we always get to in these discussions. Mm. I don't care if you're single, a leper, whatever, doesn't matter. But do you know why you're single? That's my question to a certain section. Like, do you realize, do you understand the issues that's keeping you from being single? Did you have a really bad upbringing and you just can't pull the trigger? Because I have met single people in their 50s and 60s, and they are pretty good with being single because I feel like they've thought through it. It's the ones that are torturing themselves over why they're still single that I'm like, I don't know if you've really thought through this. Well, they perseverate on it. So I think they think about it a lot. They just can't think about it in a healthy, mature way. So this article doesn't really touch on this. And the churches they're referencing don't touch on this. They're just saying, you got to get married. You got to get married. I don't. I have heard a pastor at an evangelical church say, hey, if you're single, he, he said, stand your post. Be okay with where you are in life. <laughs> now, I was like, oh, okay. It's like a military Thank job. Thank you. Uh, but stand I, your post. But, but, and I think for those single people in the audience, it might have been a little bit uh, less than encouraging because it sounded like, hey, man, you got to suffer your way through it because there are people out there that just don't want to be married. And there's nothing wrong with that. Paul wasn't married. Jesus wasn't married. I mean, it's not uh, monks and nuns don't get married. They give their life over to God. There are plenty of examples of people that don't get married, but we're not really talking about those people. What we're really talking about here is people that probably want to be married. That's what you're pushing into. Want to be married, but haven't really thought about why they're not married. Is that right? Let me give the example. Can I give the example? Thank you for bringing that point up. Sure. We have a really good friend. And when I met her 25 years ago, all she talked about is wanting to be married. Mm Mm-hmm. But she was one of these yentas. What you could say about what she looked like. You know, that's an insulting term, right? I know. But you could say about whatever you wanted about how she looked, blah, blah, blah. But she always said she wanted to be married. And there was a lot of gals that we knew at that time that all wanted to be married and said it all the time. Right. She was the only one that really believed it. Because you know why? She ended up marrying a guy in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. She wanted marriage so bad. Not that it, I'm not making a judgment about people in wheelchairs. Are you saying he wasn't, she wasn't in love with him? No, I'm saying that she looked past all of the deficiencies of anything and believed in her heart she wanted to be married. Right. I think part of the problem, as you know, with people that are still single is they can't look past what they think is perfection to get married. Absolutely. 
we have a really good friend who uh, is not married. She's in her 50s now. She just, I don't know why she didn't get married. She's not really a Christian. I think she was raised Catholic, but I would say she's probably agnostic now. She never got married, and I never asked her why. She's a perfectly lovely person, could have found a partner, but didn't. Maybe chose not to. I don't know why. But she really wanted to have a kid. Really wanted to have a kid. So guess what? She went out and had a kid. Yeah, she she did IVF and said, I'm going to have a child, and she's an amazing mother. Is that optimal to have a single parent, right? No, of course not. And I'm sure she would say that, but she's a great mom. She's in love with her child. Her child is in love with her. They have a great family life together. So a lot of times, and I could just hear some Christians going, oh, I'm like, right, because so many Christians have the corner on good parenting and great families. Good Lord. I know so many messed up Christian families, it makes me sick. The number that the Christian parents do on their kids sometimes is gross. Here's the other point I'd like to make about Christians not getting married, staying single. Oftentimes in the church, like divorce is used as this like boogeyman and mm-hmm. Satan's going to come stab you in the yeah, heart if the that heart. ever would happen to you in your heart. So I feel like that could, I mean, not that I'm pro-divorce, but you could speak to this better than me, but like that pressure of I have to find the right person so I never get divorced actually shackles people yes. to never get married. And by the way, as you could speak to, sometimes you get divorced and it, it's not the worst thing that could ever happen in the world. Are you outing me on the air tonight, Larry? I, well, you've outed yourself before, so I didn't. Yeah, no, I was married once before to a wonderful human being, a great person. Look at you. I uh, still think that she's a great person. We were just terrible. We, we got married for the wrong reasons. I probably should. I mean, I know I shouldn't in retrospect. Nothing against her and really nothing against me. It just was the terrible thing. We didn't have any kids. So getting divorced was almost like a breakup from a college girlfriend in a lot of ways. That said, I am so grateful that I went through that process because it did make me stop and think about what am I doing with my life? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And I'm a, and I'm a better person on the other side. Am I perfect? No, dude, I think about it all the time. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I still haven't learned that lesson. I am you know, in my 50s and I'm still learning the same lessons over and over. That's life. So if you think that marriage is going to be a panacea to all the lessons and problems of your life, you are crazy. It is not. But do you think God judged you more or less than anybody else in this universe because you got... No, God didn't judge me at all in that. I don't believe that God judges us on... God judges our heart. I think that this goes to the idea I once heard somebody say, I can't remember who it was or where it was, but it says you cannot mess up God's sovereign plan. If you believe mm. that God is the creator of everything and God knows everything and is in everything, then what do you... Go- oh, you not getting married or you getting married is going to make a difference in God's kingdom? Ultimately, it's going to change the course of history and bring the Messiah back? No, it's not. It's God wants our heart. God wants to see us. I, I, my favorite scripture is Mike, Micah 6.8, where it says, oh. speak humbly, right? worship God, basically. You know the, the scripture. Is that the idea that we are just called to be humble people, to do good things, and to love God. That's what we're called to do. That's what I believe as a Christian we're called to do. What other people do, if they decide they have to follow this rule, that rule, you know, you've talked about it on this show. It was sort of a part of that whole Mars Hill thing was that book, I Kissed Dating Goodbye. Oh, What a train wreck that was. An absolute train wreck. The guy that wrote the book isn't even a Christian anymore. And people literally changed their lives because of this book. I'm not going to kiss a girl until I'm married. I'm like, what a horrible, horrible idea. And even he says it was a horrible idea and he regrets writing the book. I laud Christianity and applaud Christianity today for writing this article because 
Now, I don't know. Are the kind of people that are going to be influenced by that kind of thinking going to be affected by the article in Christianity Today? Probably not. But at least it's a voice in the Christian world saying, hey, lighten up, Francis. I love when you quote scripture on the Smarticle podcast. Thank you for doing that, for sure. I'm wondering if this is a good or bad idea. The next time I see my single friend, I just gently put my arm on his shoulder and be like, hey, man, man the post, brother. Man <laughs> the post. Good, good or bad idea? I think it's probably a bad idea. <laughs> All right, Larry. Remember, if you are a person that listens to this show, maybe you're not married or maybe you are married, but you could still write something about the show. We appreciate you listening. Larry, thank you for teaching me on how to be married in the Christian world. 